1: Mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into
1: my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Nice. Chippy Chip. I like that for you. (laughs) I thought that was you. No, I'm the pinch. I have been for years and years. Yeah. Get your crab claws out. Everybody knows that Jake's the pinch because I get shit done in a pinch. (laughs) You can count on me when you're in a bind. That's right. That's right. When the pressure's on, J Money gets it done. Yeah, Chippy Chippy Chip is is sort of like
0: it's it's a little insulting so
1: more than a little insulting i mean you're a freaking you're nothing more than a chipmunk you're a little squirrel man you're you're basically a woodpecker except you can't fly (laughs) you're like a you're like you're a wimpy little beaver you're a A little woodland bitch
0: a wimpy little beaver
1: yeah that's what you are and i'm a fucking i'm a crustacean man i'm a lobster i'm a crab i got claws and you better watch out because you're getting pinched
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice that was written by claire snitovsky
1: nice that was a great song i liked it a lot she did a great job
0: she says she has a little unsolicited advice for us should we read it
1: really yeah sure
0: uh if you don't know what to buy someone for a present Think about just one thing that they like, then look up a subscription box for that specific interest and just order the box for their birth month, then remove everything from the branded box and put it in a different box so they don't know that you didn't know them well enough to buy them a real present.
1: So you find out one thing, get them a box. Yeah. Then you take the box put it in a different box disguising the fact that you got a subscription box yeah
0: like if there was like a basketball subscription box you would order it just for one month get the free preview or whatever and then cancel your membership Mm. you put all the contents of the the b-ball box and put it in like a a box that you found so
1: it's totally free
0: that's right totally free and it's a series of small gifts that you didn't have to pay for that match their interest
1: very cool that's that is smart. I like that. I like that for you because you're a uh, sort of a a little rodent rat type guy. that Yeah, doesn't no, want to, we already we already heard what okay, you said that doesn't want to spend cash on his friends. Uh, I like Cl- that for Cl- you. Claire That's also says,
0: you. yeah, she also says that she has no real pr- plug. But if we can add her on LinkedIn, or if you know someone looking for an environmental geoscientist, she's attached her resume.
1: Oh, environmental. Ge- I wonder if she studies. These little striped yeah. rodents from <clears throat> from the family sh- shiridae, uh, which is what a chipmunk is. I'm on the Wikipedia for your uh, family tree right now. It's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Wikipedia for my family tree?
1: Yeah, they're found in North America, except for the Siberian chipmunk, which is found primarily in Asia. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's probably where I'm you... I'm obviously not that. Well, you came from... Uh, the other side of the pond. So no, I was thinking, you're probably think more so. of a Siberian chipmunk than an, a like North American weather. chipmunk.
0: It sounds cold, actually, and I'm not interested in doing that. So thank you. Well, they're
1: that. they're found through all throughout Asia. It's not necessarily just. I, I think they originated in Siberia, but I'm sure that. <laughs> yeah, let me read about the distribution.
0: No, you don't have to. You don't have to re- read about the distribution of the Siberian chipmunk. I don't think so. Interesting. Very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Germany, it- Italy, the Netherlands, Austria. Yeah. This yeah. sounds like this is definitely more you no Hmm, very cool it doesn't say anything about their chubby ass little cheeks and their buck teeth but it talks about how they live in coniferous forests and stony areas it's more
0: like scientific than like the wikipedia page yeah Yeah. (laughs) the wiki page for that species wouldn't talk about quote chubby ass little cheeks that's like not what scientists they mark
1: their territory with urine which is something you do
0: no, I don't. I just be in a, in a toilet. I guess that's me marking the toilet as mine, but I'm not like going It around. is
1: your toilet, right? Yeah, I, is yeah it, it is toilet? my
0: toilet, but I'm not like pissing around like my house or anything. Like I have taken a leak around my house. That's just to keep dogs at bay.
1: Have you ever taken leak? you leak? Yeah, yes, so you pee like in front of your house.
0: Yeah, I'll pee in front of my house she, and I'll pee in front of other people's houses to sort of mark my territory, but I'm not like going right, that's around what like, it's, yeah, like a chicken. That's lung. what it's about
1: yeah that is what it's
0: about i just want people i would want little like animals to smell my urinals urine so that they know it's like okay that's 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 exactly what
1: that's exactly what we're talking about with siberian chipmunks and chipmunks writ large
0: yeah (laughs) uh all right well thank you claire for that um one more problem without you one less problem without you parody Mm -hmm. yes Uh, appreciate it this is of course if i were you the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us Last episode of the decade.
1: Whoa, 2020, here we come. That's right. God damn. This episode's
0: for December 30th, two days before the decade ends. LeBron James' birthday as well. Shout out to the GOAT.
1: Damn, is that true? I didn't know that. He's turning
0: turning 35 today.
1: Wow, his golden birthday.
0: Well, now golden is like... Oh, he's turning thirty on the 30th.
1: He's turning thirtieth. He's turning thirty on the thirtieth. We're turning thirty-five, but it's still it's on the thirty-fifth, which is kind of cool. No, it's
0: not. It's on the December. That's today, December thirtieth. Let's There's try no to December move on.
1: 30th. You don't have to. You don't have to like nitpick every single thing I say. Okay. So let's just uh, we got a just move question. On, you know, from a we don't have to. My... <laughs> ready to move on, on.
0: we got a 21 year old every little
1: hiccup yeah. that i come I'm, across but you'd yep. wanna you just wanna harangue me i guess <laughs> no, i don't i'm, I'm ready hang me All out right, to dry let's get started let's get started we don't no use have to beating do. a dead horse blumenfeld <laughs> i agree let's just bury the yeah. hatchet okay and press on my fr- carry on my wayward <laughs> son right yeah okay uh thank we you got, what's that fuck off man Sorry. nothing <laughs> we got a
0: question from a 21 year old gal in connecticut
1: oh shit that's where i am right now
0: that's right what's a 21 year old gal's name in connecticut
1: um claire oh all right just like the lady
0: that wrote us in oh wow oh cool i'm in a bit of a pickle writes claire this 21 year old gal in connecticut there's an absolute hunk i've been with i've been talking to recently way out of my league tall blonde you get the drift. Mm -hmm, super i thought we were vibing yeah, I thought we were vibing, and then he made a joke that said, maybe we're related? Does that mean he's not interested? Why would he give me his phone number over Instagram DM if he wasn't into me? If he is still interested, should I still pursue someone that makes incest jokes? Thanks, aboozledoozles. Love, Claire.
1: So he, wh- I, what was the context in which he said, maybe we're related? Was Do they look alike, or do they... I don't understand.
0: Yeah, they either look alike, have the same last name, uh, similar uncles, maybe. And
1: she's like, I am i don't want to pursue someone that makes incest, incest
0: jokes? Yeah, or does that mean, like, is it, like, the same kind of thing where it's like, yeah, you remind me of my little sister?
1: I mean, that's a lot creepier than saying, like, haha, maybe we're related. Like, I would be less inclined to hang with someone who kept on talking about how I remind them of their sibling that seems creepy yeah a maybe we're related isn't even necessarily an incest, incest joke if you haven't like hooked up with them yet yeah but it's still like in fact actually you're the one that's inferring you're obsessed with incest me <laughs> yeah you but well, i don't know what else i would expect from a siberian chipmunk
0: yeah i guess a good piece of unsolicited advice is to not bring up the idea or put into the ether some sort of notion that you are related to the person you're flirting yeah
1: with. that that makes sense but at the same time if someone does do that it kind of seems fine as long as it's not like direct incest joke yeah if you haven't fucked yet, then you can say as much as you want about being related, I think. Really? You don't think it kind of ruins the mood a little bit? I guess it could. Well, how'd you put it like that?
0: You're my cousin, <laughs> in, a, in a way.
1: Right up until the moment of penetration, it's fine to talk about being related.
0: Like, during foreplay, it's fine to mention that you could be someone's
1: uncle. If you're doing sloppy seconds, you can mention that you're second cousins. (laughs) And if you're at third, you can say we're third niece and nephew. (laughs) Twice removed. And first base is first place for first kissing cousins. But it's a home run that isn't homespun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> you can knit that into a quilt and sell it on your cafe press, no way. web stores. No, what a stupid <laughs> quilt that would be. That would suck. I think that's a fine that quilt. Weird, that weird riddle
0: poem about fucking your fucking cousins. You want to knit it onto a quilt? Well, obviously
1: it wouldn't fit on a t-shirt. It's too... no. It's a little too robust of a saying. Yes, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth putting on a blanket and having <laughs> it on a, as a throw. Yeah, it has nothing. Like,
0: yeah, it has nothing to do with the length of the sentence. It was the context of it.
1: Yeah, I guess I. Well, you know, I think f- to each their own. Um, that would be an awful quilt. Maybe, but uh, I think that's the polarization of it is what makes it interesting does that mean he isn't interested she asks no i think it just means he made a bad joke yeah like yeah
0: maybe he regrets it maybe he doesn't
1: think about it at all right i think he made a dumb joke that you're reading too far into it's not that he's not interested but i also don't think it should um it shouldn't cool you off entirely i think it's still fine
0: would he uh should i still pursue someone that makes incest jokes
1: i think if they make it depends on the incest joke like i don't think this guy made a really offensive incest joke there's been worse yeah i think i think at least in terms of the joke that he made it's fine and if the incest stuff continues then i guess i probably wouldn't pursue that person but for now proceed with caution and reverence. Yeah. There's not a lot of people to hook up with when you're home for the holidays, especially in Connecticut. I felt your pain once before. So I think this is, this is like, in the grand scheme of things, this is still chill, and it's worth uh, hanging, especially if you're super attracted to him.
0: Uh, all right. We got another question about a guy who's married, but in some sort of social media predicament. Ooh. So we'll call him... Um, what's a character from the new
1: Star Wars movie? Um, I, jeez, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, pro- probably, uh, friggin Luke Skywalker. That's cool. Yeah. L- Luke
0: writes, hi guys, I'm friends with a girl who got into pole dancing within the last year. She posts, vi- she posts videos of herself pole dancing on Instagram pretty much every day. I also have a vocation and post photos or Instagram videos pretty much every day, which she likes a large percentage of. I'm very impressed with her dancing, and I feel like I should reciprocate, but it feels creepy in a way. The stuff she posts is very sexually suggestive. I'm worried that me suddenly starting to like most of her stuff will make things weird between us in person, because I'm in a relationship, but my girlfriend doesn't use Instagram, so her seeing me liking things and getting jealous isn't really an issue. Thanks. Love,
1: Luke Skywalker. Wait, he's gonna start liking her posts... And he thinks that's, why does he think it's weird? Because she's
0: stripping in it, and then it's like, whoa, is this flirtatious all of a sudden? I'm liking your hot photos now.
1: Wait, it's his girlfriend or his friend?
0: His friend, but he's in a relationship with somebody else.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought it was his girlfriend, and he was worried about liking his, okay, that, yeah. this changes things. Yeah, he's like um, in a
0: relationship, and his other friend, who he like, usually likes photos of, is now posting sexy photos. So it's like, uh, should I not like this? Because they're all hot.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Do you do that? Do you? I I don't know what the I don't I don't know what the right answer is. Maybe it's maybe I'm not giving it, but I think you just like other people see it. Just try not to like the thirst trap photos even if you're not liking it for the thirst trappy reason. Yeah. Even if you're like this is I'm proud of you for being a good dancer. I think you still might as well not like the photo.
0: Yeah, what if you don't like it, but you just uh, leave that as a caption? I'm proud of you for being a good dancer in a but non-sexual this isn't way. this is hot to me. I am sort of distancing myself from the hotness of it. Uh, I did want to check in uh, and hashtag mm-hmm. let you know that I do congratulate you on being a good stripper. Not stripper, dancer, of course. You're not stripping. <laughs> You're just on a pole. Shit, submit.
1: Right. Perfect. You know what? Can I Amira, do you mind if I uh pick up this phone call that I'm getting real quick? We can leave it in the pod. What? One second. Oh no, I missed it. Okay. Um so yeah, my car broke down and huh. it got sent to uh East Rock Auto. Shout uh-huh. out to <laughs> shout out to East Rock Auto. They're great. Okay. Um I needed a new alternator. Uh I what was is hoping that? they were gonna be able to get it to me. It's um it's the thing that charges your battery or keeps your battery in line. I guess it, maybe it helps it hold the charge. I'm not entirely sure. Uh huh. Um, but it's it's something to do with my car's battery. Uh, I thought my battery was your dead. Your car didn't turn on. Yeah, yeah, my car didn't turn on. We jumped it. It turned on for a little while. I drove downtown. It didn't turn on again. I called AAA. They told me that it was uh, it, that I needed a new alternator. And, and so. And-
0: now, your car's at the shop, and they called you to tell you about your alternator
1: yeah, exactly uh, so I was sort of curious as to what they were saying when they were calling me back. but you know what, I missed the call uh there's not really anything I can do about it now uh let's press on
0: <laughs> You can call them back if you want
1: uh yeah, maybe uh well, is that insane let's oh I could, here's a voicemail I can play from them, okay. We'll splice this into the episode, right? Okay,
0: okay yeah, yeah. Or play, put it up to the microphone.
1: Hi, Jacob Paul from East Rock Auto. Your uh, the uh, Toyota truck is all set for you. I'm here tonight until five thirty. Thanks. They have my truck. <gasps> it's it's fixed. Well, oh, shut up, <laughs> Siri. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking riveting-ass podcast content people tune in for. And it's now me you checking leave. my voicemail. Yeah. It's me yelling at Siri. Now I go to East Rock Auto and I pick up my car. And then aren't you getting rid of your car, though, anyway? Yeah, this is actually a fun story, especially because my sister, Sarah, listens to the podcast. But... We're releasing this episode on the 30th, so yeah. this will have already happened by now. Okay, but I am giving my truck to my sister as a Christmas gift.
0: So the gift is here is my broken ass truck. The alternate well, it's going to be my, the charge doesn't keep. It often dies, but hey, it's yours yeah, to deal with.
1: Yes, you're. Thanks, you're. This, you're, this is why you're a fucking rodent. Because I do something that's nice for my sister, and you fucking just belittle it. That's why all. don't you give that's...
0: her the car you're gonna get, and then you keep your shitty ass broken down truck. What? What's, you, your, what's your I, new car gonna be? I want Sarah to I'll, have that car.
1: I'll give you something, man. It's a fucking turdy. What? How's that? <laughs> You get a turdy for your negative ass attitude and your energy towards my Tacoma, which is the goat truck. It's the it's the best truck of all time. I've had it for like 10 fucking years and it just broke down today for the first time ever.
0: For the first time ever? Well,
1: the one other time the battery also died. <laughs> I've had problems with it, but it does it's never broken. It has never broken broken down before. It's you know, ne- that's never happened except for one other time, okay?
0: I just jump started a car for the first time last week.
1: Really? Yeah. And how how did that experience go for you?
0: Um, it was a little difficult, but YouTube sort of paved the way. I was scared because I had to use like jumper cables, and they're like, "Don't do this because it'll like it might electrocute you." So the the stakes were high. Yeah,
1: it is a sca- I I mean, I've been, I've kind of, uh, I, I've always had older cars, so I've been jumping cars since I turned right. sixteen. Have you ever elect? No, but I made sparks fly out of it one time.
0: Yeah. The, the
1: fun thing about jumping a car is that it makes you feel really manly and like you know what you're doing, and you feel like an auto mechanic without actually doing anything. Right, it's basically like, like you a pop, children's puzzle. Yeah, you pop a hood, you clip on the four cables, and then you start you, you start the car, you start the other car, and then like the car that was dead comes to life, and you're like, wow, I fixed it, and I and like there were two hoods popped. I, you know, you just feel really good, but you don't actually. It's not actually that hard, which yeah, is why you, it's nice.
0: You didn't actually fix anything. You just sort of put a cable on a, a little
1: node. Although. Yeah. Well, especially today, when, which I've jumped three different cars today to, alone. Oh. And because my, my dad's car died. So I jumped it, which then I think killed my battery. Oh. We jumped my battery. I went to downtown, car died, jumped it again, and it didn't work. So AAA had to tow it. I did. But
0: I did learn that um, after you start your car after jumping, you have to like drive it for half an hour because that's what charges the battery.
1: Yeah, when your bat when your car is on, you're charging the battery.
0: Yeah, so you can't just. And charge apparently, it, it, and it has
1: it something to do with an alternator.
0: Oh, interesting. Now I'm learning something new.
1: Because yeah, my alternator was so they the guy from AAA was showing me. It's like your battery. I just jumped it. It's at ten volts. Like it should be at fourteen. It should be climbing. But watch, and then we watched as it went down from like it was at 10 then it was at nine then it was at eight it was like oh okay so like even though my battery was just jumped it's slowly dying without the alternator
0: yeah why don't car batteries have like phone batteries give me like a percentage let me know how close i am to dying
1: i think some some cars do newer cars definitely do
0: yeah my car doesn't it has the gas gauge of course but nobody cares that much about the battery gauge evidently
1: yeah i guess like well if you have like an electric car it'll show you yeah that's everything
0: um All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with some more questions and answers before the decade expires. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program.
1: Hell yeah.
0: It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings.
1: It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks.
0: I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need.
1: That's amazing. Did not That's need. Amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was
0: buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when <laughs> I was high. Box.
1: Yeah, bark yeah, Box. Yeah, it
0: came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. You go there and you get 10% off your first month.
1: Ooh, all right. Segments, folks.
0: Yes, betterhelp h e l p dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we are back. Uh Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a five
1: i don't think i do but what about you bud
0: i have some new year's resolution that i thought i'd pass on and uh maybe you could join me maybe our listeners can join as well
1: i'm curious let's hear it
0: um my classic new year's resolutions of course is to use my phone less to read more to exercise more These are overarching ones that I do to varying degrees of success, but never anything completely long-lasting. Right. So I thought, let's get specific this year. Let me see if I can do this much. I want to, and I urge everyone to do the same, not view any Instagram stories. That's right. (laughs) Literally the least you can do.
1: Are you going to post on Instagram stories? Of course. Because sometimes we promote shit. Okay. So you want people who you rely on to look at and click your Instagram stories to stop. I think that's, I'm not, I'm not even condemning it. I respect it because I agree that Instagram stories are universally bad. Yep.
0: Empty calories.
1: My life has never, ever been enriched by looking at an Instagram story. (laughs) I've never, ever watched one and said, I'm glad I did that, let alone even remember what I saw.
0: That's right. Minutes turn into hours, turn into, I don't know how many days I've spent this year looking at stories that just sort of enter my eyes and exit through my brain like uh, empty calories flowing through me. I can't remember any of them, like you said.
1: I'll tell you a couple of the negative things that looking at Instagram or this all right so here's my this is one theory that I have about Instagram stories because sometimes when I have like a ton of emails a ton of errands a ton of notifications just like shit that I have to do yeah I will compulsively look at Instagram and just like click through stories without really like just like letting it wash over me and I think it's satisfying to know that you're like getting rid of notifications because those don't mean anything and you're like i'm gonna clear this feed i can't clear anything else i have text to respond to i have things to record i have places to be but i can click through this and it'll be empty and it'll be done
0: yeah but i never even get i never get to the end of it there's always more i like i watch five six seven i'm like i have to stop there's like 80 more and i'm not going to be able to watch them all
1: Oh yeah, I don't I don't get through it either, but I think that there's something satisfying about like click click notification cleared, clear, clear. I do it with Twitter sometimes too. Like just here's a blue button and now it's not a blue button anymore. Yeah. I did good. There's the some dot. kind of like weird Pavlovian response to be like this this thing has been activated. Um so I think that's that's first of all that's just my theory. My here's something negative that I think happens from Instagram stories. I will be at a party catching up with someone I haven't seen in a while and they'll be like, oh, I was just in Paris and I'll be like, oh, I saw. Like like it matters. Like I, (laughs) like their Instagram story of the Eiffel Tower conveys anything of the emotion and the adventure of their, like of the journey that they were on. Right. Like I feel compelled to say that I saw it on Instagram. So it like, aside from being a time suck, I think it, downgrades your conversations when people tell you about their lives. If you, if you like have seen it already on Instagram,
0: right? I don't need to catch up with you. I already know what you saw and what happened.
1: Right. Right. And I think you still do need to catch up with people, but I think it gives you a sense that you don't or, or that you already have caught up that you've, that you're up to date. You're up to speed on somebody. Right. Um, And here's my last thing that I would say about Instagram stories if you eliminate Instagram stories, if you don't look at them, all you have less left is Instagram posts, which are also bad. Have you thought about that? What, yes. Why not just give up Instagram entirely? Because the posts, I'm thinking about like, oh, okay, so maybe if I don't look at Instagram stories, I look at my posts. and <laughs> what, I, That's all garbage too, man.
0: <laughs> and then at that point, why are you stopping at Instagram? What are you checking Twitter for?
1: Uh this is insane just looking at Instagram and it's so dumb. It's Especially so dumb.
0: You can just look at it once a day before bed and see everything in 9 minutes. But instead you're checking it 34 times a day for 30 seconds.
1: Yep. But Oh my god, it's Instagram stories are so dumb.
0: You said you moved Instagram from your uh home screen. Did that
1: do anything? Um a, yeah, I guess a little bit. I I definitely I don't know if it's if it's made like a major impact on like how often I look at it. But it makes me a little more conscience conscious every time I do. I'm like, here I go. You know, right. it's not just like it's not it's not dangerous. a robotic click. It's like a oh where is it? Oh, it's on this page. Oh, you're looking at Instagram. Good for you. <laughs>
0: oh, good for you. It
1: makes it gives you a tiny little sense of shame, which you deserve.
0: Do you think you'll join me in this experiment?
1: Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm at least i'm i'm curious that means you'll never do it not never ever they make them so goddamn enticing (laughs) i think i would be more likely to do something like look at instagram once a day or like yeah i would that's that would be more my thing right the ones
0: that limit, either right before bed or right when you wake up, like a morning digest.
1: Limit the time. Because I think what I have more of a problem with is the amount of times all of my apps get open. Like when I'm just standing there, I'm like, I'll refresh New York Times, I'll refresh Twitter, I'll ref- refresh my email, look at Slack. I'm just like trying to find something to do with my time. You know what I've been doing since I've been home is just leaving my phone like upstairs so oh. I can actually talk to people without be like looking at my phone.
0: Yeah. And then do you ever notice like whenever there's a
1: lull in the conversation and six people are on their phone and yours is upstairs? Yeah, but then I sort of just sit there smugly and I'm like, I'm better than my mom. Do you ever say that out loud? I'm better than everyone. I said that out loud last night, but it was at two AM and I was in my parents' room <laughs> as they were trying to sleep <laughs> and I was trashed. <laughs> and I was using my phone because I didn't look at it all day.
0: <laughs> So I'm sort I had of backed scanning. my truck
1: into the shed.
0: <laughs> I'm scrolling on Snapchat saying, "I'm better than my mom. I'm better than my mom. Look at me. I'm better than my mom." Yeah. Uh, all right. That's my unsolicited. Let's see if I can
1: follow it. I like it. I. Th- I mean, I do think that there's no point in the amount of the amount that we all look at our phones. That's true. Have you, do you remember that guy uh, Dan who works at the at the bar that was doing that phone uh, light box or light phone?
0: Yeah, he had like a little flip phone that didn't have any apps on it.
1: Yeah, it was. It's his friends that started this thing. It is. It's called the Light Phone. It like only does emails and texts. No maps even. Yeah, it, <laughs> it seems like it needs. It seems like you need maps, but you no, know, well, let get you don't. lost
0: again. We don't get lost anymore. Do you realize how fucked up that is? Kids don't get lost. That's what? everything. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I need maps that often oh sorry for the most part i was just trying to have this like revelation but no you're right you don't really <laughs> no yeah sorry i'm um, sorry kids don't get lost you want more children getting lost no i'm right? not That's... like in a bad i
0: was just saying so, yeah. that like so like the I childhood want... wonderment is gone a little bit
1: uh, right well my net worth is tied up in this podcast a little bit but so like can we not go on record saying uh, amir blumenfeld wants to lose children because like no, you get I canceled i get canceled. No. <laughs> like that is not yeah don't ideal for us yeah
0: I, I don't want kids to get lost i mean like lost in like yeah lost in a, a book or something i don't know like always yeah they should always have their phones on and listening to this show i think
1: the, sorry you just you turned it into children should listen to the show they should always have their phones on and listening to the show oh, can you God. just like i don't
0: how say the wrong things i'm this close you to are, the year 2020
1: yeah. So let's do New Year's resolution. You don't pitch children getting getting lost and then you also don't insist that they listen to our show nonstop. I think that's
0: So children can do whatever they want as long as they have maps, I think, is solicited advice. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Awful. Uh we have a lady who's in a New Year's Eve dilemma. We have two days. She has two days Whoa. to listen to this.
1: There's just time. I by the way though, I just I don't have a New Year's resolution, so I think I have to by next week, I've got to come up with one. It's Uh-oh. too early for me to have a New Year's resolution. It's going to be to get jacked.
0: All right, go ahead. <laughs> that's, your, that's your New Year's and every Tuesday resolution.
1: Yeah, nonstop.
0: All right. Eve writes, I'm going to a party on New Year's Eve with my boyfriend and his friends. My other friend, let's call her Ella, wants to come to the party with me and has pretty much invited herself. This would be fine if she hadn't slept with the host of the party. His name is Jake earlier this year and then he ghosted her and I know he wouldn't want me to bring her. So what should I do? I don't want to be rude to Ella and leave her out of my New Year's plans, but I know Jake won't want her there and he may even say that she can't come if I ask him. But, if she's, but what if she's already invited herself? Do you see my quandary? Thank you. Love, Eve.
1: I think if it's a party that you can just bring this person, it's not your problem that you're bringing her. And it's more... Jake's problem for sleeping with someone and ghosting them. Yeah. So,
0: like... Do you feel bad bringing someone that the host ghosted? Like, what are you bringing her for? I ghosted
1: and I'm hosting now. I ghosted and then I hosted. You don't... The host can't ghost. (laughs) You can't spell ghost
0: without host.
1: I just don't... Yeah, like... I think if it's a big enough party, it doesn't really matter. And if... As long as this girl, Ella... Is not trying to go to confront Jake because then you're sort of like enabling a weird confrontation, and maybe it should just happen not at a party. But it's yeah,
0: that's what I'm curious I about. Am- Does she only want to go to be like, Oh, well, then you ghosted me, and here I am. That's right, Eve brought me, so you can't get mad at me.
1: I think that it's it, it seems like it's more like I want to go to a party, I don't care about Jake ghosting me anymore, or maybe she's like maybe I'll still hook up with him if she still likes him. You never know. But I, right. I, as long as Ella hasn't like given you any signs, like, I want to go so I can uh, cause a scene, then it seems like it's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Ask your friend if her
1: intentions are true. I wonder if you even have to ask the intentions. It's also like, I don't know. This is so ella doesn't need your invitation to go if she already invited herself she knows the party she knows the host she had sex with him she can definitely just show up <laughs> all you're doing is giving her a ride and you're probably taking an uber so you could just be like i didn't i don't know hey i'm just here at your party thanks for having me i did did you hook up with ella weird uh bye uh i'm gonna go get punch <laughs> We don't have punch.
0: I specifically didn't have punch because I knew Ella wouldn't be here.
1: <laughs> well, sorry, you didn't have punch because you know how much Ella likes punch, but she wasn't coming, so you didn't have it?
0: I was afraid she'd want punch.
1: You guys are both clearly obsessed with each other. Maybe you should, maybe you should be together.
0: I love her. I just can't deal with the punch talk anymore.
1: The ghost reappears.
0: It's a disaster already. So yeah, you can bring, you don't have to ask for permission, right?
1: Yeah. No, I don't think you have to ask. Asking for permission inserts you in a way that seems like more meaningful than you need to be. This is not your drama. You're just going to a party. That's right. You didn't ghost anyone. You're not hosting a party. You are not even like, yeah, you're fine. Whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen with or without you. Um, All right. Last question. Ready? But have
0: fun. Yeah. Okay. Have fun. Um, We'll call this guy um, Australia because he's from Australia. Cool. So I met this girl and she's great. and We hit it off immediately and I've had four nights of passionate sex, been out a few times and nonstop communicating ever since. I've known her for about six weeks, but the trouble is she's gone off to Europe for 10 weeks. Here's the thing. I really want to message her the whole time she's there from back home in Australia and ask her about the trip, etc. But I want her to, you know, live her best life. And I don't want to be, her, I don't want to be the reason that she doesn't have an amazing time and fuck heaps of hot Italians or whatever. I've developed a strong connection and aim on continuing it when she's back home. I don't want her to go fuck heaps of dudes, obviously, but I also don't want to, like, rob her of any fun experience. I guess my question is, do I cut communication while she's traveling, or does that send the wrong message? Thanks. Day one. Love you guys.
1: Australia. I love the Aussies. Heaps. Heaps.
0: She's gonna fuck heaps of guys. Mate.
1: I'm gonna sort it out. we will sort it. Don't worry. Call that Mate. a knife?
0: This is a knife, guys.
1: <laughs> um... And we lost all of our Australian fans.
0: Wow. Ronnie Roo.
1: Roddy Roo. Um, <laughs> Do you text
0: I, at all? Do you text too much? Do you let her decide the tempo of texting?
1: I think I really like this guy's mindset. Like he, want, he likes her. He wants to talk with her, but he doesn't want to rob her the experience, but he doesn't want her to fuck heaps of guys. But he also was like, hey, live your best life. I think that's kind of, that Take that in your heart moving forward. You can contact her as you probably less than constantly, like less than you'd want to. Yeah, but check in, ask how things are going and follow her lead. Like if you check in, you say, hey, and she's like, doesn't respond for a few days and doesn't give you a lot, then like, yeah, give her a little space. But if she's responding a whole bunch and like reaching out to you first and sending you pictures of her trip, then... <clears throat> Communicate as much as it's it's a dance. Just yeah. feel feel what uh what is natural based on what you're getting.
0: Here's what I say: you set the tempo at one text per day, then based on her response time, you adjust accordingly. If she takes three days to respond, You can't go faster than 50% of that time traveled, okay? So Mm -hmm. you text her Wednesday at 11 p.m. She doesn't respond until Thursday at 11 p.m. You better not text her back until Friday at 11 a.m. That's right. right. If you do it too fast and too, like, out of her tempo, she's going to be off-put. If you waited her tempo, that might also be too slow. She's traveling. You're just at home. Why are you waiting a day? So you have to set it at exactly half the distance to her goal in order to right. achieve the goal of texting her, keeping the lines of communication open, but not freaking her out or distancing her too much.
1: Um, i I couldn't have said it better myself. I think. Well, I could have said it. You sort of like you sounded a little. Um, I'm pissed. Yeah, you, you sounded unhinged. It was a weird rant. I'm erratic. But like if you had written that down and submitted it to me and I said it in a normal voice, I think that's good advice. Yeah. You freaked out. Yeah. You kind of I freaked out a little bit. It felt like you spiraled into madness as you said it. But it was mostly Like I'm sweating. Yeah. yeah. It felt like it was mostly about like the it was like the cadence of your voice, not actually the content of the what you voice. The pitch too. Yeah. Like the pitch too. Yeah. You're still it's freaking loud. out for some reason. Why? I don't it's understand n- it. Yeah. Here. Like why am I you're, mad? Now you're seeing being like you're crying a little bit. You're but I'm not beat red. What's your hair is matted. <laughs> yeah, it's greasy for the first time. <laughs> for the first time, I've, I've
0: never had like a greasy haircut. Now the
1: question though to me is, I I agree with everything that you said. Yeah, but setting the pace here's like what is the first? It's the first few text messages that are the hard ones. It's the pace setting. It's, you need the, the lap car. So like you send that first text, she's on the flight. You send the, you send the first text like that night, maybe like, Hey, I hope you got there safe. I hope you're settling in. I have a great trip and like let me know how it is or something or some kind of inside joke yada yada do you really
0: you're smothering yeah, well, me that's a
1: good text that's fine that one she's there do you really you're saying set the pace at one a day do you really send a text the following day after you say i hope your flight was good have an amazing trip you're gonna set the pace at one a day and you're gonna be like <laughs> hey just checking in what's for Brecky today
0: Send like, a selfie, would you? <laughs>
1: Have an amazing time. I want you to experience everything. Uh, hey, avocado toast? Did you bring any Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> Missed your heaps?
0: Have you fucked an Italian yet? Would <coughs> <laughs> you? Hey, it's your boyfriend in Adelaide. I'm on the next flight to Florence how's the gangbang in venice send me your airbnb information i'm starting to freak out <laughs> yeah.
1: do you really send the text the next day i think you have to send the send the welcome to your welcome to the rest of your life text have a good one and then you have to wait you have to wait
0: Are you telling me there's no Wi-Fi anywhere you've been? It's not like I'm asking you to check into an internet cafe. WhatsApp is free once you've dialed up. (laughs) Alrighty-roo. Miss you heaps. (laughs) How many Italians have you fucked, milady? Because I'm starting to get a little creeped out that you're not interested in me. (laughs)
1: Australian pirate now. (laughs) What happened?
0: I've decided to walk the plank with you. You've broken my heart, and I uh, <laughs> have to shirt Yeah, <laughs> Uh No, but I do miss you, so
1: call me back. Pirate's life for me. All right, babe.
0: <laughs> Remember when we went on a, I believe it was Australia or New Zealand or somewhere, and I was sort of dating someone, and then uh, there was no communication over it. It got, like, very cool and casual to the point where we didn't text for the entire time. And then I got home and the, the the relationship basically ended. Like I texted her that I was back, she didn't respond
1: and we didn't see each other for years. I do, I remember that incredibly well. We were so- <laughs> we were in, I believe it was, it was Australia. We were gone for like 10 days. And in the middle of that trip, you guys, had, the text thing had slowed and you were like, I don't even know if we're gonna see each other when we get back. We got yeah. back. I remember you texted Shalom with an exclamation point, and you never heard back from her.
0: <laughs> and I never reached out again.
1: No, you did. Don't you remember this part? No. Three years later, oh, we yeah. were at our sister <laughs> Brewing Company. And didn't you guys meet up, and you found out why she ghosted you?
0: Yeah, sort of. It was basically like none, neither of us were that interested in uh re pursuing the relationship once i had returned and so when i sent her shalom exclamation point she's like that's it i'm not going to text you after that and then yeah. she didn't respond to me and i was like that's it i'm not going to fire another text message and i guess yeah. it was for the best it had th-
1: you know, it had right. thinned to the point of like barely even acknowledging you coming back and that was it's yeah so i guess when there is a when risk both involved. when both sides Both sides have thrown their hands up. Yeah. But, like, that wouldn't have happened if you were super into it, like, because you would have gotten back and you would have been like, hey, I'm back, I've missed you, I want to tell you all about my trip, let's get dinner. And she wouldn't have been, like, she wouldn't have not responded to that.
0: Yeah, or if she was super into it, she would have been excited to receive the shalom exclamation Right,
1: so I think as long as one party is super into it, there will at least be some kind of, there at least will, like, have to be some kind of clarity. Like, if you missed her the entire time, but felt like you didn't hear from her enough and then she gets back and you're like, "Hey, I want to hear about the trip." Like, then at the very least you guys would have like a breakup. You won't get completely ghosted uh like uh Blumenfeld did. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a ghost by a host. Yeah, well, I guess the ghost reappeared a few years later. That was that was a really that was I remember firing off those texts 3 years later. I don't know why we did that. Yeah. I don't even know if it was 3 years or if it was just like 8 months. I thought it was, I really thought it was, it was at least a year.
0: I don't think I've seen that person since that refiring. So I guess it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Um, You're getting surgery soon. By the time this comes out, it'll have been done.
1: Yeah. I will either have a fixed metatarsal or I'll be dead. So
0: after after all the, uh, after all the hooting and hollering on this podcast, I feel like it's the end of an era. Your, your foot pain might
1: be coming to a close. My foot pain may actually be coming to a close. That would be absolutely incredible. Um I I go under the knife on Tuesday. Uh and it is it's Friday right now. So I've got I got 4 days I'm going yeah. to going into surgery in 4 days. Yeah, and then by the time this comes out it'll
0: be like a week after that, so we'll be able to fill people in in the new year. Oh yeah, baby. Uh well, Godspeed. I hope you survive it
1: thank you yeah me too i i think i got my pre-op and they said i was healthy i had uh, a good blood pressure they said that's good and i'm not allergic to anesthesia so i have a good chance um
0: all right so if you have any questions for us or theme song submissions the email address for all of it always is if i were you show at gmail.com. claire wrote the opening one this closing one you know it was really good, and I can't remember if we used it before. So if we used it before, I apologize, but it's good. So, And if you're I'm hearing it again, sorry. you're welcome. Uh, it's by Rob August. So thank you, Rob, uh, for submitting it twice for us. Thank you, Claire, as well. Thanks to you guys for listening throughout the decade. Here's to another 10 years together.
1: Damn. Love it. 2020 through 2030. Um, yeah, you know, when next we should we should do like uh, next week. We should just do like a year uh, or uh, a reflection on the decade.
0: A decade. Where were review.
1: we? Yeah, that's what we should have done for this podcast. But all right, I'll delete the idea and we could just start it again.
0: Oh, awesome! All right, cool. Um, all right, cool. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Peace. Tell me about a time you had a situation you didn't know how to seize. The have the best advice, take and ship them, uh, give their two cents, but mostly waste your time on the podcast call if I were Here.